there, beautiful people. You're listening to Cast Ripple by Carla Berger from Cape Town, South Africa. Hello, everyone. Just a quick announcement before I dive into today's podcast. I've had some feedback from listeners with regards to listening to the podcast on Anchor. There seems to be some silent spaces in between my segments. This isn't the way I recorded it. Uh, It's just how Anchor seems to be playing it. So if these spaces are irritating you, please listen to the podcast on any of the other, other platforms. Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, they are all available. Um, if the spaces don't irritate you and you use them as little meditative spaces, then fantastic. And with that said, today's episode is going to be about something that's really close to my heart and something that I've been using for over a year now, and it's meditation. Now, okay, I know, whenever I say meditation, there's a lot of people that have this vision of a monk somewhere on a hilltop or on in the mountains with the robe sitting and silently meditating for hours maybe there's a gong somewhere maybe the monk is even levitating this is not the meditation i'm talking about there is that kind of meditation sure But I'm talking about meditation that you and I as ordinary people of this world can use. Um, Yes, so there are plenty of different types of meditation. There's breathing meditation, yoga. You can even use walking as meditation, mindfulness meditation, transcendental meditation. All of these are types of meditations. And I'm not going to... Uh, specifically cover any of them Um, I just want to sell you the idea of meditation exactly what it does for us especially of uh, modern day people um, and how meditation can be used as a performance enhancing tool and a stress release tool so the problem with today's society is the level of stress an ordinary human being experiences in his or her daily life. The level of stress is so extreme that we continuously trigger our fight or flight responses in our brain. Now, a million years ago, these fight or flight responses were very handy when, say, a saber-toothed tiger attacked you. This flight or fight response is triggered and your muscles would tense up Your breathing would become more rapid, your acid levels would rise, your heartbeat would increase, so as to ensure that you would be able to either run away from the tiger or face it and fight. Now, the triggering of this response wasn't so much the problem when it was just for a moment or just a short while to make sure that you could get away or um, could fight, but... These days, our fight or flight is continuously triggered. There's no off switch. We keep it on all the time because we're just so stressed. And you can just imagine 
the levels of, of cortisol and adrenaline in your system and how where this flight and flights is continuously triggered, how this can become a really bad thing for our bodies. So this is the biggest problem with society these days, the stress and the fact that it continuously triggers the fight or flight response, which is located in our left brain, the logical part of the brain. What meditation does and helps us to do is to link in with our right brain, the creative brain, which has to do with the rest and digest function of living. When this rest and digest function is triggered, it releases serotonin and dopamine within our systems that combats the cortisol and the adrenaline in our system and just helps to balance everything out. Meditation also then makes the corpus callosum, which is the fibers in between these two brain segments, the left and the right, it increases the thickness of the corpus callosum, which means that the communication between our right and our left brain increases. So essentially, in life, we are taking our left brain to the gym way too much. We keep on stressing, meaning to meet deadlines. There's finances to worry about. We drink way too much caffeine. We smoke, use drugs use alcohol, eat way too much sugar. All of these things take our left side of the brain to the gym. So our left side is very strong. What we need to do and what meditation helps us to do is to take the right side of the brain to the gym as well to ensure that there's balance between these two hemispheres of the brain. So meditation, art, creativity, music, sleep, relaxation, yoga, nature, all of these things are associated with the right side of the brain, the rest and digest side of the brain. And so through practicing these things as well, through practicing meditation specifically with regards to this podcast, we can start to balance the left and the right brain and ensure that they communicate effectively Instead of continuously being trapped in a fight-or-flight mentality, we integrate that with a rest-and-digest mentality as well, so there's more balance in our life. So I started to experiment with meditation a year ago, a tiny bit longer than a year actually. Um, when I started to practice Power of Now, um, and stepping away from my thoughts and my emotions, meditation was the next logical step for me to start experimenting with. Since then, I've increased it to a daily practice. I do 20 minutes meditation every day before I leave the house. And I've been doing the daily practice now for almost three months, and I can see the improvement in myself and in my body. I can see it in my sleep pattern, I wear a fitness device so I can see that my deep cycles have become longer and I'm no longer um, awake that much and I can feel it in my body as well. I usually had extremely tense shoulders and neck um, and I had this one eyelid that whenever I stressed 
uh, too much, the eyelid would kind of bounce around. It was horrible. It still does that sometimes, but I've seen an improvement in it. And I can feel my shoulders are much more relaxed. And I can literally feel the effect the serotonin and the dopamine from meditation has done to my body. I'd also like to think that this has definitely shown in the way I've been dealing with stressful situations, that I don't become as stressed and aggravated and irritated. Yes, so the results I've been seeing have been amazing and that's only from three months of daily meditation. And this is why I think it is so important for every single one of us to at least try meditation. And there are so many different meditations out there. You, you are sure to find the one that speaks to you. So where do you start? How do you know what meditation would work for you and what wouldn't? The thing is, you've probably already done meditation. You just didn't think that that was what you were doing. Like I said, walking can be a meditation, yoga, breathing, all of those things are spaces we create for ourselves where we practice stress release. But what you want to do is you want to find a, a practice that you can do on a daily basis. So the first thing, and this is for me the most important, is to understand and identify your anchor sense. So when I say anchor sense, I mean that there is one of your senses that is extremely in tune with the present moment. And that's a sense that you relate to, to the highest degree. For instance, some meditations would want you to use a mantra. And a mantra is something that you repeat in your head, like the word one. And you imagine that you hear this mantra over and over and over. And it, a mantra is a mind vehicle. So your mind kind of just latches onto the mantra. And you, you use the mantra to dive deeper into what they call bliss or no thought space. But a lot of people struggle with hearing the mantra. Because hearing is not their anchor sense. For instance, for me, hearing the mantra is also not something that intrigued me or helped me to meditate. What I felt was more effective for me was to feel the word one. So it's weird, like how do you feel a word? But feeling and visualizing for me was... Um, stronger than hearing the word so I would kind of picture myself falling into the word one and through falling into the word and visualizing falling into the word I could feel the word one as I fell through it so you need to identify what is your anchor sense and how you do it is just through experimentation so two important aspects of meditation as well that I need you to keep in mind is that thoughts are not your enemy. There is this stigma out there that meditation entails you sitting and not thinking. And that is 
not at all the fact. Your brain will never stop thinking, just like your heart will never stop beating. You cannot make your brain stop thinking. The thoughts will always be there, but during meditation, the the thing that we want to do is we want to create distance between our thoughts and our being, like we do with the power of now or practicing the power of now. But there will always be thoughts and sometimes you'll sit down for a meditation and the, there will be so much thoughts that that you wouldn't even feel that your meditation was successful. The thing is that when we sit and we meditate, we relax our body and our body starts to release stresses. That's what the meditation is for. And part of the releasing of stresses is thoughts. Thoughts are stress patterns and things that sometimes just need to be let go. So sometimes you will be sitting in a meditation and it would feel like you couldn't concentrate on the meditation. But I want you to not worry about that too much. That will get better, but there will be times where a meditation would almost seem useless because it wouldn't feel like a meditation. But that was also a good meditation because you released so much stress. The other thing is once you start practicing meditation um, as a daily routine or just practicing it and you haven't ever done it before, you might realize some emotions rising up. Like not even during your meditation, but after your meditation, somewhere during the day, suddenly you'll be emotional. And that also is just your body releasing stresses because you've given it the space, much needed space for it to rest and digest. Not just the food that you've consumed, but also the stress. And the emotions now have a place to be set free. So I don't want you to worry about that too much. The thoughts and the emotions during and after meditation, once you've started to practice it, is completely normal. Now I can't tell you what meditation will or won't work for you. That's something that you're going to have to experiment with and find out for yourself. What I can tell you is keep an open mind, enjoy the journey and keep in mind that your meditation style will most likely evolve as you grow. I do have a few suggestions. I would suggest using the Headspace app, looking into Power Thoughts Meditation Club on YouTube, doing some research about your chakras or a mantra. And then maybe looking into a course with Mind Valley. I did the inward with Emily Fletcher and it helped me a lot to establish a daily practice routine. Okay, so that's it for meditation for now. It was actually just an introduction to get you to start thinking about using it. It really is a very, very good performance enhancing tool and a stress release tool, especially if you start to use it on a daily basis. So I've added a little um, meditation at the end of this podcast, something to help you identify your anchor sense. So maybe listen that, to that a bit later when you have the time and you have space. 
and then you must enjoy your day or your week or wherever you find yourself and I will chat to you guys again in two weeks. Alright, bye! So what I want you to do is I want you to find a spot where you can sit undisturbed for the next five minutes or so. Sit with your back supported, head free, your feet on the floor or crossed, however you prefer. It doesn't matter if there's noise in the area, um, we're going to integrate that into the meditation. But just tell whoever's close to you that they should just leave you alone, you're taking five minutes for yourself. Okay, so once you're settled, I want you to do some breathing work with me. We're going to do the two X breath, that's through our nose, in for two and then out for four. Let's start. In for two, out for four. In for two, out for four. Now just carry on breathing like that and listen to the sound of my voice. I want you to imagine that your body is melting into the chair or couch you're sitting on. Just imagine that weight from your shoulders just melting away. Feel your entire body relaxing into the space. Give it complete permission to just let go of excess weight or excess stress. And just as you exhale, exhale all of that stress and that weight out of your lungs. Now we're going to increase the inhale to three and the exhale to six. In for three. Out for six. In for three. Out for six. Gonna continue to do this for a little while longer. Okay, now from this space, I want you to listen to all the sounds around you. I want you to hear whatever it is that you can hear. There's the sound of my voice, but behind that sound there's something else. Even if there's just silence, silence is also a sound. So let the sounds just come to you. Don't judge them, just open up and listen to them. Maybe far away you can hear cars on the road, barking, children playing or laughing, water running somewhere. Just listen to everything that's around you. Integrate it into your space right now. Now we're going to move on to what we can feel. 
Maybe you feel the weight of your body on the chair. Does the floor below your feet feel soft or hard? Maybe it's cool in the room you're in now. You can feel your clothes on your skin, hair on your face. And now we're moving on to what we can see. Even with our eyes closed, we still have sight. Still see some of the light coming in from the other side. Maybe even a few colors floating around, some blue, orange, white. Dots, circles, patterns, some waves. Just give your body permission to see what it needs to see at this moment. Now we're going to move on to taste. What is it that you taste? Is your mouth dry? Maybe you just had some coffee or tea which you can still taste. Just really taste whatever it is that you can taste. And now, the last sense, and with a deep inhale, we're going to smell what we can smell. Maybe some fresh air, some rain on the wind, cleaning products from cleaning your house, some coffee brewing somewhere. Maybe some candles, vanilla candles, anything you can smell. Smell that right now. Now from this expanded space, we're going to continue to stack the senses. So just follow my lead. Hear what you can hear. At the same time, feel what you can feel. At the same time, see what you can see. At the same time, taste what you can taste. At the same time, and with a big inhale, smell what you can smell. We're going to do that one more time. Hear what you can hear. Feel what you can feel. See what you can see. Taste what you can taste. Smell what you can smell. Now you can just give yourself a few seconds in this space. Just note how your body seems to have relaxed. Your shoulders are not tense. Your body is melted into the chair or the couch. Now this would have given you also a good indication of what your anchor sense is. It would have been the sense that you fell into more easily when I took you through them separately. Or the sense that you could hold on longer to when we stack them together. 
use the sense in all of your other meditations. It will definitely help you to meditate better. When I say better, there's not really such a thing as better meditation because meditation is meditation, but it will help you get into meditation easier. And it will definitely help unlock your other senses as well. Now from this space, when you're ready, you can open up your eyes, look around you, see all the colours, feel your body, maybe wiggle it around a bit, a few deep breaths. And that's it. Okay guys, all the love.